This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Mark Aflalo. Thank you for joining us. Please email us, Mitchell. Contact at yourtechreport.com, Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube.com slash your tech report. Let me write down your tech report. Your tech report. report your yeah. tech report. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, very, yeah. very cool product from Schlag. I cannot wait to get my hands on it. I think we'll get you your hands on it. All my doors are covered. I think we need to get that into your grubby little hands. Well, I have a specific I have a specific use case for it. I want a it door? on the, the door. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be on a door. <laughs> That's good, it's yeah. a nice, light, nice leap you made there. Nice. Uh, I want it on the door that leads to my garage because we already have like a keypad out there and it'll be great to have control over the keypad on the interior door that leads to the house because that way if we want to let people in, they have a code, a limited time code. It's That's really great. a smart idea and like like we said in the interview, Mark, it's great that you don't have to choose anymore between a, you know, a great product versus a smart product. Because with a name like Schlage, again, this is, these are locks that I've been using that I've been aware of since I was a kid. You have something of quality, and now it also happens to be smart. So I think that's kind of a win for, for consumers, you know? Uh, a couple months ago, Alienware, now owned by Dell, released a very yes. cool new laptop, and I had an opportunity to spend some quality time with this new Alienware M15. Uh, 15.6-inch display, yeah. Magnesium alloy casing, which gave great power and great portability. Wait, can uh, I can I stop you for one second? No, you can't. I, I no, no. The thing <laughs> I'm going to ask you is, since when does Alienware send you the gaming laptop? Isn't that something they normally send to me? A bitter party of one. Please go on. 15, um, uh, magnesium alloy, yeah. Display beautiful. options, a 1080p 60 hertz, 1080p 144 hertz, oh, or wow. a 4K 60 hertz panel, depending on how you configure this device. Wow. Um, this is touted as the thinnest Alienware gaming laptop that has been made, yet you get absolutely everything you could possibly think of. You've got three USB type A ports, you've got an HDMI 2.0, you've got okay. mini display port, you've got a Thunderbolt 3, you've got a charging port, gigabit Ethernet, amplifier ports for connectivity, um, an incredible laptop that outperforms anything that I've used on the market today when it comes to high-end PCs. It now, really, you know, yeah, you know, I've been using that, you know, the, the previous, I think I had the M14, is that right, Mark? I think I had the previous generation. Yeah. Weren't you just impressed by the build quality? Everything about this machine, the keyboard, the tactile response from the keyboard, everything about it screamed of like a luxury brand, yet they're still pretty accessible in terms of price, which people would be surprised by, but weren't you just impressed by the just the overall design of this thing? Well, what really blew my mind was this is, you know, it's touted as being 20% lighter, 14% thinner than the previous generation laptop, okay. yet it's still has 17 hours of battery life. Wow. Um, the version they gave me had this red color that was called Nebula Red. You still get, you know, customizable LED backlit keyboard. You get the full, like, numpad experience as well. Like, oh, this wow. is, you know, I wouldn't, I would never put this up against those ultra portable, you know, whether it be a Chromebook or whether it be a, you know, a MacBook Air, et cetera, et cetera. This is definitely a laptop for somebody who is A, a gamer, someone who's a video or a content producer. You're going to want to be able to play with the power that this thing 
everything has. Um, but in terms of, you know, comparability to everything else that's out there in terms of just the power, it blew my mind because it really is thin and light while you still get everything that comes along with it. And when you talk about the fact that it's priced starting at only twelve ninety nine. That that that's crazy. And I think you know what, Mark? I think Alienware was kind of ahead of the ahead of the curve in this when they realized when they were talking about a gaming laptop. People, like you said, people don't expect it to be like a MacBook Air or a Chromebook. It's a purpose device, right? People know the gamers, for the most part, if they have a gaming laptop, that's going to be their main machine. It doesn't have to, you know, travel under your arm or in like an envelope to travel. It's meant to have some girth and some weight to it, right? And so the fact that it's even lighter and thinner now is great, but they know that a gaming laptop is never going to be like a razor blade, you know? So I think the expectation there, especially with Alienware, people expect a little heft to those machines. The fact that it's a little lighter now is great. What about on the exterior? Are you you said it had the uh, backlit keyboard. Does it have any RGB? They usually have customizable RGB strips on the outside of their machines that let you sort of you know, do the color the way you want it on the back of the clamshell. Do they still have that? Um, you've got it. You know, I, I found it on the actual keypad itself, nothing on the outside. Probably oh, okay. that's where you obviously thin things out a bit. Right. Um, beautiful thin bezel on each side. There was a, a noticeable bezel on the top that I guess I found kind of odd because, you know, you're comparing it to these devices today that have these like tiny, even, even the Dells, you know, have these tiny kind of like infinity edge displays but this still right. had the camera on the top there which was great especially when you're gaming and you know and you want to be able to chat with people you definitely have that there but you get a nice wide screen the battery life i really i put it to the test and i got uh, a pretty impressive amount of battery power when i was doing video just playing video alone i got about 10 hours straight of battery life um what did i get i got uh they said 17 hours total but you know it's always you know an estimate under perfect perfect you know instances um right 10 hours of video playback um, the other previous version had about seven and a half hours of video playback, so still, that's definitely still an improvement. Good. Like this is, you know, I always think about things. I'm like, okay, if I'm stuck on a plane or I'm stuck on some kind of transportation for an extended period of time, you know, like a 14-hour flight or you're laying over somewhere and you don't necessarily have the ability to plug in your computer, will this last you the entire time if that's your only form of entertainment? And this absolutely will. And the expandability kind of blew my mind as well because with Thunderbolt 3, you were able to expand it with all these docks that are available, multiple monitors, all the accessories that are outdoor. You get that incredible speed, but you also still got the three USB type A ports, which is great for the peripherals and stuff that you wanted to get in this computer as well. And we know we have some listeners out there, Mark, that are, you know, that are gearheads like us that maybe want to upgrade or wonder what their max specs can be. Just so you know, you can deck this thing out. And of course, as Mark told you, it comes out in different versions. You can get, you know, the base version, but you can go up to an eighth gen core i9 processor. You can go up to it, you know, the new GeForce RTX 2080 with eight gigabytes of video RAM. I mean, you know, you can really deck this out. 32 gigs of actual RAM up to one terabyte of solid state and one terabyte in in the M2 slot, Mark, which is great. So you can have two different, you know, SSD solutions, one on the M2 and one of your traditional uh, SSD slot. So really, you can make this an absolute beast oh, yeah. without really increasing your footprint at all, which is, you know, what you can't say about a lot of desktop PCs. Yeah. You're always adding space to it, but this thing can be an absolute monster. No, and if you if you like to be able, you know, if, this, if you like this form factor and you're, you know, a content creator, I definitely recommend going towards it. And, you know, the, 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 the customer service and just everything over at Dell and Alienware these days is so phenomenal. They've done such an incredible 180 since the good old days where people used to complain about customer service and yep. parts differences. It really is a different experience, so I do recommend you check it out. The new Alienware M15, it's been out since about October, end of October 2018. Um, right there available on the website, as I said, starting at $12.99, but you can customize this beast up to, you know, even four or $5,000 if you wanted to. 
Yeah, and, and I got to tell you, as, as someone who has been using these machines for a long time, from their you know desktop solutions to the laptops, I really have never had you know I've never had any issues with my Alienware. And I, once for fun, Mark, I actually called customer service with a pseudo problem, not really a huge problem, something that was easily that I knew I knew how to address. But honestly, as you know, someone who talks on the radio about companies, technical and customer support is a big part of the experience when you're you know getting a boutique company, um, you know when you're buying from a boutique company like. Alienware, even though it's more of a mainstream boutique company. And I have to tell you, the customer support was fast. It was efficient. They resolved the problem very quickly. So I was pretty impressed. Like you said, they put a lot of emphasis on that. I think they, they wanted to you know improve, even on the Dell side, the customer experience. So it's it's even, you know, it, it amazed me how, how great and how supportive their support team actually was. So bravo. Bravo, so, Alienware. Nice job. So tell me, you wanted to talk a little bit about, about Xbox here. I want to talk a little Xbox. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gamer like you are. I'm I'm probably more of a video gamer than you are, Mark. You 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 tolerate my gaming, and you you'll join me online. But I think I'm a little bit more geeked down in that area. It, it's it's my version of your smart home products. There you that's go. That's what gaming is to me. Is that fair? That that's fair. So recently, uh, Crackdown 3 came out, you know, Microsoft obviously exclusive for the Xbox series of consoles, family of consoles, and um, I hadn't gotten my code yet. And I, I called up our friends, and by the way, this is not, you know, Microsoft is not paying for us to talk about this. There's, you know, nothing on there, and they didn't ask me to talk about this on the radio. Um, and I realized I hadn't gotten the code for Crackdown 3, and Microsoft is usually great about getting me either a copy of the game or a code for all their first party releases. So I was excited about Crackdown. I played the first two. I really love them. And they said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry we didn't get you. They said, how about this? What about instead of giving you a code for just Crackdown 3, why don't we just give you a code for Xbox Game Pass? And I thought about it and I said, you know what? This is something that I was going to reach out for anyway. And for those who don't really know, X Xbox Game Pass is a service for $9.99 a month you have access to more than 100 games, including every new Xbox Xbox exclusive first party game. Day of launch, you have access to that game, 100% really? version of the game for $9.99 a month. So you think about it, Mark, for $120 a year, that's less than the cost of two brand new games plus tax. You have access to every brand new first-party Microsoft game day of release and a library of over 100 other... And we're talking, like, good games here. We're talking really good games. I mean, all the Tomb Raider games, of course, all the Forza games, Gears of War, Halo, the back catalog, uh, including games that take advantage, of course, of the Xbox One X and all the 4K and HDR content that's been updated in a lot of these games. Sea of Thieves. I mean, there are really amazing games here. So if you have someone in your life and you're looking to get them uh, a game, you want to gift them with a game, and you want to give them a gift of a game that's going to last longer than maybe the two or three months they spend on that one game or however long they spend on any given game, you can give them a gift of Xbox you know, Game Pass that will give them new games consistently throughout the year that they can enjoy throughout. A Shadow of Mordor, I'm looking at all these games, We Happy Few, we're talking about a lot of brand new games in addition to some classics that are out there. And I thought about this, I thought, Mark, financially, what a brilliant thing this is for anyone that is looking to maximize their gaming library without having to buy a new game every couple of weeks, without spending 60-some-odd dollars with tax every couple of weeks when a new game, or every week when a game comes out. So I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to thank Microsoft. I'm getting my code. I'll be trying, and of course, next week I'll talk to you about Crackdown a little bit, because uh, that's a little bit behind, obviously. But I also love the idea that they're always transitioning games in and out to give people you know, new flavor, new games that they can actually play, in addition, of course, to the first-party titles that are 
always there. And that way, as new titles are added to the, you know, the Xbox Game Pass library, I can share it with our audience so people can see, oh, I've always wanted to play that game. I'm going to dump in. I'm going to dive in and get myself Xbox Game Pass. So again, you can go to, uh, what is it? I'm guessing it's, uh, you know, Xbox.com. You can check out, you know, Game Pass there. You can order it directly from your Xbox. I think you can even do it from the from the Xbox Live app, from the, you know, your Xbox mobile app. Um, so it's pretty genius. And I'm going to be, you know, trying all these games. And as many games as I have, Mark, you can never have too many. I'm going to be revisiting a lot of games that I didn't get to try before, all because, uh, and thank you, Microsoft, for giving us the code for this for this uh, service, because uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to share with you guys over the long term. Is there any Xbox news that's actually official out there? I know there's a lot of rumors about a new kind of follow-up to the Xbox One X um, coming out in 2019, but we've had nothing official, no leaks or anything that I've seen, only no. just kind of you know, speculation. Yeah, the, the speculation that the rumor mill has been mostly about that Xbox is not going to be releasing one new console, but multiple consoles. And that's going to have a lot to do with e, uh, a diskless device, which is what, you know, the Xbox One X was sort of going toward, even though it, it supported media. It was supposed to be much more of a digital console than it actually ended up being. Of course, there was, you know, pushback from a lot of the retailers that make their money in selling used games. So digital distribution is kind of a hard model for a lot of retail companies to get their heads around. But, you know, we're hearing about an Xbox maybe this year that is lighter, smaller, less expensive because it doesn't actually have a disc, you know, d- disc drive. So that's that's been rumored, of course, the successor to the One X. Man, I can't imagine what that's going to be like. The One X is so powerful. The graphics look so good. But hey, you can never have, you know, <laughs> you can never be too thin, too smart, too rich, whatever that saying is. You know, you can always have games that are faster, that load quicker, uh, that have more storage. So yeah, the rumor that we're hearing, Mark, to answer your question, is about two different console types, a, a streaming device or a at least a diskless system and then a successor to the One X, one that we're supposed to see later this year and possibly one later 2020. That's all I know for right now. I guess we will see something probably around E3 this year and find yeah, out some we'll kind something. of news we'll of some something. kind as well. Uh, it is Your Tech Report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. Again, contact at yourtechreport.com. On all the social media, it is at Your Tech Report. Thank you for being here this week. Thank you to Lee Odell. Vice President of Solution Providers over at Allegion for Schlag. Um, again, check that out at Amazon.com and, uh, of course, Schlag.com. Thank you for being with us this week. On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, I am Marco Flalo. We're back again next week on Your Tech Report. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Hi, I'm 
Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favourite podcast app.